us your ears like sweet little dears. It's time for a story with Nali Bali. This is the story of the Snake Chief. Nandi was very poor. Her husband died many years ago, and she had no sons to herd the cattle. Nandi only had one daughter who helped in the fields. In summer, when the umdundi trees were full of creamy flowers, she and her daughter dug for amdumbe to eat with their maize porridge. But in autumn, when the flowers had died on the umdundi trees, she collected berries. They were purple and sweet. and Nandi gave them to her neighbors in return for strips of dry goat meat or calabashes of thick creamy sour milk one hot day nandi went down to the river as usual to gather the purple berries but she could not find any not a single berry was to be seen not one just then she heard a loud hissing a loud and terrible hissing she looked up and saw a great green gray snake wound round and round the dark red trunk of the tree his head swayed from side to side amongst the branches he was eating all the berries you are stealing my berries nandi yelled to the snake oh snake you are stealing all my berries what will i have to exchange for meat if you take all the fruit Snake hissed again and started to slither down the trunk. Nandi was afraid, but she knew that if she ran away, there would be no berries for her. What? What will you give me in exchange for my umduni berries? If I fill your basket, will you give me your daughter? Poor Nandi was so scared. She just answered Snake without even thinking. Yes. I'll give you my daughter this very night. Only let me fill my basket with purple fruit. But once her basket was full and Nandi was on her way home, she began to shiver and shake. How could she have made that promise? How could she give her daughter to such an ugly creature? She must make sure that Snake does not find out where she lives. She must not go straight home in case he is watching. So Nandi crossed the river where the water ran shallow over the rocks and made her way into the bush on the other bank quietly slipping between the thorn trees. She did not know that a long thorn had scratched her leather skirt and that a tiny piece of leather was left caught on a tree. She made her way carefully and silently through the reeds keeping an eye open for crocodile and waded through the deep pool. She did not know that a plump purple berry had fallen from her basket and was floating behind her in the water. She crept towards a huge anthill. When she was behind that, she could not be seen from the umdundi trees. But she caught her foot in the entrance to the water rat's secret tunnel. She did not know that she left 3 beads from her ankle lying in the soft brown earth. At last, she reached the hut and cried out to her daughter. My child, I have done a terrible thing. I have promised you to snake in return for this basket of purple fruit. And with that Nandi burst into tears. Meanwhile, 
Snake had slithered down to the tree to follow Nandy. This way and that his head swayed, until he saw the little piece of leather on the thorn. Then he knew which way to go. This way and that his head swayed again, until he saw a ripe purple berry floating in the deep pool. And then he knew which way to go. This way and that his head swayed once more, until he saw the three beads lying at the mouth of the water rat's tunnel. And he knew which way to go. Just as Nandy burst into tears, there was a loud hissing at the entrance of her hut, and Snake slid in, coiling his long green grey body. No, no, I did not mean my promise. I cannot give you my daughter. The young girl looked up. Her dark brown eyes were gentle, and she was not afraid. A promise is a promise, mother. You must give me to Snake. The young girl put her hand out to stroke Snake's green-gray head. Come, I will find you some food, said the young girl to the snake. She fetched a calabash full of thick and creamy sour milk for Snake to drink. Then she folded her blanket and made a bed for her snake master. During the night, Nandy stirred. What had woken her? Had leopard coughed? Had hyena sung to the moon? Something had disturbed her sleep. She listened again. Voices. She could hear voices. That was her daughter speaking. But who was that other voice? Who had such a deep, strong voice? Silently she crept from her skin blankets. Was she still asleep and dreaming? There, sitting with her daughter, was a handsome young man, tall, brown and strong. Surely it was a chief's son, perhaps even a chief. Her daughter was making a bead necklace, weaving a wedding pattern with multicolored beads, and the young man was talking gently and lovingly to her. Nandy looked at the folded blanket where Snake had been put to rest. On it was a long, coiled, green-gray skin. She snatched it up and flung it into the fire that still burnt low in the middle of the hut. Now the spell is broken, said the Snake Chief, for an honest girl took pity on me. And a foolish woman has burnt my skin. Despite the snake chief's harsh words, he smiled gently at Nandy. Many years have passed since the snake chief's spell was broken, and Nandy now has three grandchildren: a boy to herd the cattle on the felt, and two beautiful girls to help her hoe the weeds from among the maize plants and to dig for amadumbe. She no longer needs to gather umdoni berries, for now there is enough food for all. Although Nandi's daughter was young and inexperienced in life, she was able to teach her mother a very valuable and wonderful lesson. A promise is a promise. Promises should not be made lightly and should always be kept. It is the honest and honourable thing to do. And you never know where or when you may be rewarded for your honesty. So always keep your promises.
we come to the end of today's story. I'm Celia Ngalane, and if you would like more stories to read, visit nalibali.mobi on your cell phone. That's nalibali.mobi. You can also get nalibali supplements with great stories and activities available every Sunday in the Sunday Times Express and the Sunday World, on Tuesdays in the Daily Dispatch, and on Thursdays in the Herald. Thank you to the producers, Leon Fisser, Cassie Laus, and Vion Fenter.